Bitch. Uh oh. I try not to. I. You, you try not to play that game? Because. B. Put the recovery revolution will be podcast right. on the since right now is. addiction recovery Please. network. We've recorded like three shows already, everybody. Yeah. Welcome to the Since Right Now so Addiction the Recovery like the Podcast. The, the podcast of clean first and sober. K L E N and S O B R. Yeah, 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 and yeah, since listen right to an old podcast if you want to hear the intro. Yeah. Um, so here's the deal. Uh, the first one, the equipment fucked up again, meaning I fucked up. The second one, I wasn't recording, so here we are. Okay. You, you missed some great stories. We're going to go back to one that Matt was telling. Yes. They, he, that, they can't be recreated. So. They can't be? Uh, okay, so Matt was telling a story about Daryl Strawberry. Yeah. yeah so I don't know the story. Yeah. So it's in the news right now, and I think there's a core question that applies to recovery. That yes. Is it interesting to talk about? So in the 1980s, mid-1980s, the New York Mets were dominant they were a nationally lauded recognized team they won a world series um and they had all these superstar players and yeah. two of the and, biggest and super players. cool cats like young guys yeah and like yeah. edgy yeah. you know uh, yeah. not politically correct yeah um, you know fun right so two of their biggest personalities were dwight gooden uh, mm-hmm. dr k and daryl strawberry so they both had very successful careers. Dwight Gooden's flamed out a little bit earlier than uh, Strawberries. But the point is, um, in the years since, they both have come out and said they had massive cocaine and alcohol problems during their time mm-hmm. in the major leagues. Mm-hmm. Daryl Strawberry uh, got sober, opened up a basically a sober house yeah. with his wife. And I think it might be near us. I think it's... Because he played for... He played for the Mets, and then he played for the Dodgers, and oh. he may have played for some other teams. Oh, okay. But um, I think he settled like in St. Charles. Oh. But... Interesting. And, and Dwight Gooden was reportedly, he had reportedly cleaned his life up, yeah. et cetera. So they're out of the news for a while. And then here we are on the 30th anniversary of their World Series win in 1986. So they're getting all these media opportunities. And last week, Daryl Strawberry shows up for a radio interview or a yeah. TV interview. And Dwight Gooden doesn't show up. Yeah. So Daryl Strawberry calls him out. It's like, it, it, not even paraphrasing, but right. the gist of what he said was, Dwight's dying. Yeah. He has a massive drug problem. Yeah. He's, he's a coke addict. He's an addict, right? He's yeah. just like I was. Yeah. Hmm. He doesn't have the gift yet. That's why he's not here. Yeah. And since then, both of Dwight Gooden's kids have come out and been like, yep, my dad has been using for four years. He's hmm. yeah, back never, out. he's dying slowly. Yeah. Um, and Dwight Gooden issued a publicist basically saying, no, I was sick. I'm fine. <laughs> but everyone in his life yeah. is saying, hmm. yeah, yeah, not sick. Yeah. It was hmm. the blow. So the question, I guess, is if you think it might help in some way save somebody's life, do you call them out yeah, in, public. in a public forum or yeah. even acknowledge it? You know, we're not supposed to pass judgment on other people. Right. We're not supposed Don't to. Don't take someone's inventory. But when when does it get to the point where it's, yeah. you know, it's okay and it's actually the noble thing to do to say, yeah. uh-uh. But I, because that doesn't happen a lot where, where people call each other out so publicly. It, right. It's either obvious when a celebrity is because they've done something. Mm-hmm. But that was an interesting, right? That, it was interesting. And he, and he did it because he loves them. Yeah, well, right? Well, he did it and he said, we're not even that close. Right. Oh, he, he said it. that? Yeah. What Strawberry said is he did it because he can relate because he loves right. he loves addicts. Yeah. He and Dwight Gooden aren't like Bros. You know, playing golf together. Right, right, um, right. So I think that, you know... It's it's just a matter of 
here's an opportunity to, but there's probably a little bit of anger involved. A little yeah. bit of like, I'm tired of all this bullshit. I'm just like, <laughs> right. like I've been to these like it three is. of these damn things and Dwight hasn't shown up because he's fucked up. And, and, I, and I don't think even, I mean, I yeah, I don't know if love really necessarily has to even play a, a part in it, right? It's yeah. like as long as we know that we would want to help yeah. somebody going through it, right? That, and, that's interesting. Is it okay to do that in public? Well, I don't know about that. Yeah, that's what do you the think? question, right? That is a good question. But here, well, here's the other thing. You said don't take other people's inventory, which I know the phrase, but is the addiction taking somebody else? That's not the inventory. That's the the thing. The inventory is like the... I think what it is is only you can decide if you're an alcoholic or addict as just what the saying is in the room, right? No like one you, else can decide that for you. So mm-hmm. for someone else to call you out and say, oh, you're an addict, it's... It, it, you don't really know that is the addict but, can ultimately be the but that, ultimately be the but that's an X A thing. Is it? I, I, as yeah, somebody no, I agree. Else, that I is as somebody that's thing. not yeah. X A. I can yeah. go. That motherfucker's an addict. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. Like, right. Totally. You in danger, girl. <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like, it's like yeah, you, because we all know you well, can see yes. people that need yeah. help, and so then it's back to the question: yeah. is I mean, that's just an intervention. But did, it's it, a highly public intervention. But yeah. people told you before you were ready to admit it that you're an alcoholic. People told me I was an alcoholic before I was ready to admit I was an alcoholic. They yeah. didn't say it on the radio, but they certainly said it in public. And once you're on the other side of it and you look back, anybody who's crossed the line or spoken on your behalf, because, okay, the facts are in. Yeah. You have a massive problem and now you, you're living on the other side of it. Like, for example, a few years ago, yeah. I had a job. Yes. Jeff, you kind of set me up with this job. Yeah. You spoke on my behalf. Yeah. I didn't show up for the first day of work. And you basically called them and said, yeah, he's on drugs. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> so at the time I was like, oh man, bro, nice looking out, you know? And, but then once I got sober, I realized, wow, that was the most selfless mm. thing he could do was to just call it absolutely like it was, like it is and not, you know, at that point. Yeah. It's kind of a way of acknowledging and saying, your bullshit is not working. Oh, my God. So I was Daryl Strawberry in that case, and you were Dwight Gooden. You were Straw. I was Straw, calling you out. And I was, I Doc. prefer Dr. This K. Is, yeah. I was Dr. K. <laughs> Wasn't it? So, but here's the thing. That's it's, <laughs> but I play one on the baseball yeah. field. I play one with my They might have. They might have known if I hadn't have told them. They might have figured it yeah. out. Yeah. But, <laughs> but I definitely confirmed it. And here's the thing. <laughs> if you know... That's okay, funny. so let's say it's a, it's a disease. Yes. Addiction. And somebody can't make it into work. And, you know, the metaphors and the analogies and the, the parallels, I, I don't know if it's right to compare it, but he's not going to make it to work today. He broke his leg. Yeah. This isn't a disease, but it's a condition. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's not going to make it to work today. He has cancer. <laughs> yeah. No, well, what's, well, what's the one? Cancer, I mean, cancer of the broken leg. is always leg. the one so they if, use, right? If you know... Yeah. That somebody's not going to make it in to work or didn't make it into the radio show because of their addiction. Yeah. It, it couldn't even, you could even say it, say it's, well, there's no shame, stigma, or judgment involved. You just go, yeah, dude didn't make it because he's high as fuck. Yeah. Yeah. And the dude has well publicized. Right. Yeah. He, his problems are, you know, he wasn't shining a light on something that people said, right. oh, no, not Dr. K. Yeah. Right. He had people been like, battling oh. years and years well, he, and years. He, he tested right. positive a couple of times when he played. Yeah. He was suspended. He was, you know. Yeah. It's not so, a new story. I don't know. Interesting. I don't know. But what's happening is you have all these people in sports media and in popular media who aren't used to grappling with this topic, mm-hmm. trying mm-hmm. to talk about it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's hilarious. Yeah. Because it just, it, 
they're really fumbling and trying to phrase it really carefully and yeah you know i don't know i uh i i wonder if we're better so it's funny because a lot of uh, you know johnny menzel was a story last year mm. that was clearly the guy has mm-hmm. an alcohol problem it just we all kind of watch this but it's it's funny sports media and teams i don't know if they quite it seems like they're getting better at dealing with this do you guys think certainly than they were in the 80s right? so much money's at stake yeah that the the cynical part of me says what they're really concerned with is a return on investment yeah. and mm-hmm. it's not about wanting Johnny Manziel to live a long fulfilling life yeah. with peace of mind it's yeah. about you know go out and throw the football and make me some fucking money yeah yeah um, we drafted you we have a lot to invest in you okay mm-hmm. who was the baseball player that they just cut from Texas who was a li- lifelong addict had been in and out of the league Josh Hamilton yes it, and he just got cut was it because he went back out or was it just he just got cut because he was you don't know here? Ah, he was an incredible story he was a number one draft pick everybody people were saying this is the second coming of Mickey Mantle yeah and he developed a cocaine and heroin problem yeah. while in the minor leagues and Good dropped Lord. off the radar never yeah. made it to the big leagues yeah mm-hmm. like he was the number one pick in the country yeah and then seven eight years later yeah. he reappears and he starts dominating and he hmm. was sober you yeah. know yeah but then so he got famous he won the home run derby he was an all-star it was yeah. oh, great Josh Hamilton year. what a great redemptive story yeah they went to the world series played the cardinals yeah he, and, he, and he was like a, an icon and then somebody tweets out a picture yeah Josh Hamilton at a bar with a couple drinks in his hand and he's like yeah I, I fell off the wagon so that was the first of many hmm. slips yep his last one was just this off season where he went to the team and said, before you drug test me, yeah, I'll test positive for cocaine and yeah. I have drank. Um, so, wow. And he still played this year. Yeah. Just wasn't having a good year. Or we don't know. We don't know what happened. I, I don't, you never, yeah, you yeah. never really Oof. know, but I don't know. It's the fascinating thing about it to me is that you have people who aren't used to speaking about addiction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Put in a place where now they're speaking about it. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's such a part of our, I don't know. It's uh, it's just definitely part of our world. I mm-hmm. think it's becoming a bigger yeah. diet, you know, conversation yeah. as a whole. I mean, it, it is yeah. um, just while we're still in sports and, and addiction, there was somebody you were talking about. It's getting better. I think it's certainly different. Who's the guy who's like last year that he said the right thing for me to do is to get help. Oh, CC Sabathia. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Which is, I can't <laughs> imagine that. Happening, yeah. That was pretty amazing. Exceptional. Um, And I'm not, God, I don't even really watch sports. I just remember this shit. CC, uh, it was right before, um, it was toward the end of the season, and I want to say the Yankees were Yankee. Mm -hmm. And I want to say that the Yankees were going into the playoffs, Mm -hmm. or there was some Mm postseason hope. Right, 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 right. So he was going to play. It was a critical time, yeah. Right, a huge role in it. Yeah. And he basically went public and said, I've been. I have a secret problem that no one's really aware of. I drink by myself in my hotel room um, and I need to get help now. Which uh, good for him. Oh, I was. So do we know? Well, maybe we'll have to look into that. Do you know the follow up on that? Where he's at? Uh, He's still a Yankee and by all reports, he's still sober and uh, he had a little bit of a resurgence earlier in the year. I know that. I know that, you know, he lost some weight and, um, but he, he is, you know, probably the exception of the world. He's a really, yeah. self-aware intelligent yeah, yeah. dude right. um, yeah not that self-awareness or intelligence has anything to do with the desire to get help i think he just reaches breaking point in a different way than yeah 
than some others. It wasn't acceptable to him anymore. Nobody right. caught him. Nobody yeah. just was like, I, I can't do this for me, man. Yeah. Um, so that's interesting. So, yeah, I wonder if it, it's okay to call people out. I don't know. But if so, but your theory is bringing the darkness into the light and making taking the stigma away. Mm. You should be able to say, "Oh man, I think this guy's an addict." Or, right? I, no, my, my only theory is that yeah. if it's if it's <laughs> I was going to say obvious, but I, I guess you're right. Who, who's it obvious to? But I mean, yeah, because you could really do some damage. Right, no, I know. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with, with family, job, who knows? Yeah. You just don't know. Yeah. I would start, and I have a little experience with this personally, but I'd start with the individual. Yeah. I think it has to start with, Go talk I to think that you have a problem. Yeah. What's going on? Yeah. Do we need to talk about this? And then, you know, but I don't know. It takes one to know one, you know? Yeah, but it's funny. I think, I truly think Straw thought was in was like, I think he's going to die. I mean, that's where you're at Who? at some point. Oh, oh, he felt that way. You think yeah, he like, felt that way? I remember thinking that about you. Like, who? Foreigner. Yeah. Thanks, you. I did. But it was <laughs> like. a big lug. Okay, mate. Remember when the guy did the bath salts and he ate that guy's face? <laughs> and so I was like, I don't know what these do. Maybe they're really, really bad for you. Well, they are. Shit. No, That's I know. terrible for yeah. you. Yeah, but I didn't know, like, is Matt going to die from these things? Like, could, can you have a heart attack? Can you, sure. like, you know, if you do a bunch of blow, you could have a heart attack. I think I was probably closer to dying just from drinking and depression. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Than from, than the, from the best. The best okay. Salts. Well, but, either way. But anyway, yeah. And yeah. I certainly felt like it was a pretty good shot. That yeah. I do. I brought the I cops to your place. Soon. Like, I didn't know. Like, yeah. we're going to have to bust in and Matt's in there, like, chewing some guy's face off with a shotgun <laughs> blast. <laughs> Like cops, it was. You know, I don't want to. It get, wasn't like I don't want to get sentimental or maudlin, but it wasn't like those, like that at those all. were some of the most selfless, just <laughs> loving gestures. Oh yeah, um, bringing the cops. That's fucking great. I know. Yeah. That was funny, but yeah, it Chris, wasn't like that though. It wasn't like what I thought it was going to be. Years ago, Chris offered to go to his first meeting <laughs> with me. Oh uh, yeah. Um, oh yeah. Life because Before he was Chris, so. Yeah. Well, you know, whatever. That's you fine. worry. Yeah, um, kind of called you out. I mean, you, you know worry. what I'm saying. Yeah. You, you called me out a few yeah. times, man. But that's interesting. All right. Well, I don't know. I don't know what the theory of that is. At I don't what know point if is it right? Callers, do you have an opinion on yeah. whether or not you should call people out? Right. Live and on In the a air. public right. forum like that. Dwight just, Gooden. Whatever. Dr. K, if you're out there. <laughs> call in. Give us a buzz. <laughs> Actually, CC's bathroom. We would love to hear from you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. if any of you two listeners right now know him. Get him to call in. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? Yeah. So, well, we were talking. So, uh, and I think that's interesting. This, the, 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 that it has evolved. We didn't get to an answer on. Uh, we never do this. Back to like the old shows where we talk, bring up subjects, and we never have an answer. We just don't. Have <laughs> which the is fine. There, I don't yeah. think there is a right or wrong answer, and that's what makes it tough. Yeah. But um, I do think it's interesting that the conversation is out there at a different level than I feel like it was before, mm-hmm. maybe just because we're paying more attention. But when you talk about these sports guys having to talk about addiction and not having the sort of the foundation to talk about it. Yeah. Well, this never would have happened when I was yeah. growing up. You never no. heard. I remember hearing like David Thompson, who was a basketball player for the Nuggets in the 70s. He was a great basketball player. Michael Ray Richardson's. All these guys just bounced out of the league because they were on cocaine, but that was it. Like mm. they used dope. 
at some point it fucked up their careers. They were gone, but there was no rehab or help mm-hmm. or I'm going to try to get cleaner. Let's help. I don't think people knew. Yeah. You just felt bad for them. Yeah. Do you remember uh, Len Bias? Yeah. yeah that was Len the Bias. big one I remember from yeah. my childhood because yeah. it was like. Yeah. The guy died the, the day after he got drafted. The day after the draft. Yeah, the night of the draft. Yeah. He was out celebrating his mm-hmm. overdose on cocaine. cocaine and, yeah. Oh, I remember that. And he was oh. great. He was like the second pick of the draft or something. Well, like yeah. Phelps came back from Bonglood <laughs> from the, like city. Like he was like he went, <laughs> Bonglood. Was he a serious pot user? To a or did he just get caught? Like was he a recreational pot Ripping user? Ripping bingers? Yeah. Or was he a serious pot user? Pulling I tubes? <laughs> I think. <laughs> I, I think. Um, he, didn't he get a couple of DUIs? Yeah, I think he got D. Like I think he was just, like getting down okay. for a while. Yeah, he was serious about it. Yeah, he was. Yeah, young, rich, yeah. swimmer's physique, ripping the kind bud. <laughs> um, but you know, he came back yeah. from that. He's, yeah. uh, what are those swimmers party? I mean, Ryan Lochte goes down, has a few brewskis, and then that party. No, see, is that a, that's just, not, I don't think that's a dude with a. Uh, a substance problem. I think that's a dude with a dude problem, like, <laughs> yeah. like a a bro dude problem. You, you don't. Yeah, I'm with. But you. I, we, that's not our show. So but no, I, that's, the that's opposite just, of our that's show. Arrested development. That was. <laughs> that's that, all that is. Yeah, that was a bro moment. Yeah, that shined with the power of a million suns. I was like, <laughs> yep, wow. The um, sons of bros. I kind of felt bad for him though because <laughs> I did shit like that all the time. Of course, like stupid so shit like I. that all the time, right? Yeah. Oh, and. We just didn't Dumb have shit. people putting microphones at us totally. to capture our bullshit yeah. broadcast around the world. Trying to explain that away, like what? half the shit I did, like that's, yeah. And that's, he, but he's not 18, right? He's like... He's 32. Oh, okay. He should kind of... That was. Yeah, I think it was bro. the blonde hair. It so wasn't even blonde, but... Okay. Well, yeah. <laughs> just the story, yeah. you know, the cover-up, and we can, yeah. all, we can all relate. Yeah, but, I could relate. So I don't think he's a story about us. He's no, not no. Really, so... Um, but Phelps is... Is a story about I think us. I don't know a lot about how he. I don't think. I think if there's a spectrum, I think he's down on the what is it? Substance use disorders, right? And mm-hmm. we're all at one end. We're mm-hmm. you know are pretty damn close on the same end of the spectrum, like just mm-hmm. getting shit fucked up and destroying things. Yeah. And then there's people that just do too much, too often, have trouble stopping, kind of thing, yeah. but can't. Yeah, or whatever. But ultimately, and it causes them trouble, and then they can whatever. Yeah. But and it's anyway. So yeah, I think he might be somewhere on there. But I think he's going to be alright. You know, it'll be the telltale sign is now that he's done. Right. Is he going to turn into a pot smoking, bongo well, playing? He just has Austin hanging out, hanging out with Matthew McConaughey, Could that be. kind of thing. You know what I'm saying? Could be. Hey, hey, I think that being in the public eye changes the whole, the whole dialogue. The whole it's mm. it's a it's a different issue. Like yeah. I said, I mean, think of, yeah, I don't know. I mean, where do some of these people lie in the spectrum? Or is it just that you've been mm-hmm. caught in a very, very public way? You've been called mm-hmm. out on a national stage mm-hmm. a couple times. Mm-hmm. And is the path of least resistance just to stop? Is it a substance mm-hmm. abuse problem? Or is it a, is the byproduct of some bad decisions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, yeah, youth, bad decisions. Um yeah, sort of the rarefied air of whatever sort of celebrity you got, where you're treated differently. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. Mm. Well, Phelps, mm. it will be interesting to see post right victory because I don't, I don't think you can train as the best swimmer in the world. You know, when you're just a little bit baked, 
Yeah. Like, I don't think that. <laughs> just, just take the edge off. I don't think that those going to help you in the pool. Jive. No. Well, yeah. Then the other question is, don't they all train in Colorado? Isn't that like we're half the Olympics? Uh, yeah. It's kind of legal out there anyway. Man, that's, um, that's, a, that's a whole nother. I was just out there and uh, yeah. Wow. It's the pervasiveness of mm. for someone like us. Mm. You know, I feel like a fantasy I would have had in my early 20s about a magical far off land where pot could be bought anywhere. Yeah. yeah it's in all these different that's forms. That's pretty much there now. Right. So. That's crazy. Yeah. Um, I think we've lightened up with weed as a culture. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, you know, it's interesting. As a culture, definitely. Yeah. It, it's I, have, I have guys that still, like, weed to me is one of those things. I have sponsees asking me this and people like, can you get away with it? Can you smoke it? Can I try it? It's not alcohol. It's not the same thing. And my answer is always like, yeah, you're probably, you're not going to do stupid shit, but it's not going to, it ultimately not going to fix your problem. I would say it's a sticky, icky, icky slope. Right. I know. <laughs> it's, but it's, it's not going to do the thing that you want, that you're looking for. Well, at the end of the day, it's you're not going to get crazy fucked up. You're probably not going to wreck your car and do all the stupid shit and make horrible choices because it's pot. Right. And if it stopped with pot. Yeah. But. Yeah. There's to that a, too. To an addict. Yeah. Pot it'll probably lead to something else. A rest stop. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That, but even you if know. you could just do that, I still don't think you're going to find your peace with it. <laughs> you no, know what no, I'm saying? And, you know, I tried. I mean, yeah. I tried the I'm just going to smoke weed thing yeah. for a while and. It's, did it lead you to drink or did it, you couldn't find the, it just didn't work. Uh, it, it worked in that it got me high. It yeah. <laughs> made it harder for me to live with myself because, yeah. you know, I was going to meetings and yeah. I was purportedly this sober person and, you know, you know that you're lying. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. That makes it harder. You know, part yeah. of, part of mm-hmm. the, one of the great things about being wholly sober is that, you know, when I close my eyes at night, yeah. like I know that. My shit's legit. Mm, and, yeah, mm-hmm. I'm not. You're rigorously honest. Covering anything up. Yeah. And, um, so it's the covering up. That was what was the most unsettling to me was yeah. the covering up, not the like gateway drug. You yeah. know, um, it was just having something to hide and hiding it mm-hmm. actively. Is, yeah. That is not a good. Mm-hmm. It's not my jam. Yeah, I'm with you. That's that. That is that says all the behaviors. It brings back all the behaviors of alcohol and drug uses when you're hiding anything. Mm-hmm. You still got to and. That's a sickness in and of itself, right? Oh. And no matter what it is. Mm. Yeah, that's tough. There's a rush inherent in pulling one over on people. Yeah. In secret use that was like as addictive to me seemingly as any substance. Wow. It's just that I'm high and nobody knows. Yeah. Well, and the thing is, I mean, if you set up this sort of structure of hiding something, then you have it built and you can hide other things behind it, right? You're Mm -hmm. like, well, I got this thing built. Might as well yeah. bring this back here. You know what I mean? They can't see this. So I'm gonna. I'm already getting away with this. I already have the second world built. Right. I was right. just like add some shit to it. Right. That's um, funny. So hey, what what was the other story that I in our second aborted start that you were you were talking about something, Jeff? And um, it was also going in an interesting direction. Start. Hmm. What was I can it? Cannot remember. Uh, all right. Well, we moved. Jeff. Story. Do you remember that? I do remember that we started twice. Maybe. And I was starting with something. You had started the second time talking about something. It was interesting. <laughs> All right. Well, I do remember I, I that. I will you know, never forget it. And that's why <laughs> you love us. Well, maybe not. It's actually, I yeah. think, it, based on when I did run a survey, it's why you hate us. Um, all the audio 
glitches problems. was that yeah was that called out in the survey uh yeah when i ran it for a while there's a lot of people oh. it's like everybody's like wish the quality is better well we could yeah. look into getting our podcast professionally produced yeah i think fiverr.com or something the past i did well, so uh i don't know if you guys heard actually but we recorded an episode. Yeah. A few people might have heard it live. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, with Shakira. There were, oh, yeah. For some. Yeah. What happened with that? Well, uh, I think. Um, and and we'll, she'll, she'll be back and we'll let her tell us. But I think sh- uh, Shakira was not happy with how it came across. I'm not sure. You know. Yeah. You from let, her, from our you let pers- her hear it. Well, no, it was live, and she, no, 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 she. I mean, she was there. Oh, <laughs> was yeah. she knows. So after it was yeah. over, yeah, 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 what she remembered saying, yeah. which I can never, I could never judge a podcast well, in the moment until yeah. after I listened to it, right? Because I, no. I don't yeah. know if yeah. it's good or not. Well, here's so anyway. So anyway, regardless, um, you know, from my perspective, certainly yeah. there's nothing to call it out that was significantly better or worse or even, um, you know. But she's uncomfortable, and that's that's fine. So we're gonna have her back, and and we'll we'll probably talk about that and see what what the issue was. Um, she, yeah, I thought she was. I, yeah, I, I thought it was a great. I thought it was a great. I episode. thought it was a great episode. Um, but uh, so in lieu of that, I just did this little shorty where uh, I sort of thanked a lot of people and just said talked about what's upcoming. Uh, that uh, has sort of got. I've got a backlog of stuff and. Um, yeah, part of it was, I think, uh, it was just like, one of these days soon, I think, we have to go pro. Uh, oh, just we got to go pro. I am just, honestly, and this is an interjection. It takes too much time. This is a behind-the-scenes interjection, but not necessarily that it takes time, but I, I'm just a terrible engineer, and I think I get worse. I thought I was getting better, but I, I get worse <laughs> at being the podcast engineer. Um and uh, so anyway, yeah, we'll go pro sometime okay. and we'll go to a studio. Maybe we'll just try it. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well, I did mine for at an a episode. Year Ninety three. degrees west, and it sounded amazing. Yeah, and I, I mean that's you. great. It's right by your house, and yeah. we know um, enough people. Yeah, in this in town, like if we can't get industry, some, yeah, come on. People. So and certainly I think could. with that, maybe we'd change the time and maybe even the date. Who knows? Just because yeah. we'd have to work with somebody else. So yep. anyway, look for that. That's just sort of a, a brief interlude about behind the scenes business. We need to find a sound engineer in recovery in St. Louis. That would be studio. awesome. That would, that would be, be into it. But that would be, be really nice. Equipment. Too. Well, I mean, they could come here, but yeah, you know. no, that's not silly. It's, I, I feel bad because you have to, Matt and I almost relapsed. they have to sit on my lap on, too, um, so ice cream today. Do you remember yeah. that? Matt? Yeah. So in other news, yeah, uh, Jeff, again. back in the, sa- yeah, we're again. back in the saddle again at the yeah, same right. agency. Cool. Who else is there? Your you wife. <laughs> yeah. Chris's it's wife. Like, sounds Jeff like a and bad I. joke. And we all sleep in one bed. <laughs> <laughs> um, we are. So I'm at Matt's work now. Yeah, which is crazy. Yeah. And and which is the same place my wife goes every yeah. day. Yes. So I routinely spend Chris's wife and Jeff's wife and Jeff. Yeah. Which and is crazy. Wild. Yeah. It is. It's great, though. Yeah. That's I mean, got it going on there. They like Matt. You got a good little thing there, Matt. Thanks, buddy. All your, I like your I really love team. it. I really love it. Yeah, oh, they like and Jeff I, too. They Jeff's do. Only been well, there we two went days. today. We went they to this like Jeff. place. They like, they uh, oh, they like you them oh, some Jeff. They do. Oh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, so pretty. We went to this small ice cream place in St. Louis, and this woman has got a patent pending on how to make. Don't talk about this. I want to talk about. I don't want to talk about ice cream. Oh yeah, but she puts booze in the ice cream. Oh, okay, yeah. there you so go. So we Sorry. bought some. Okay. We bought some ice cream that has booze in it, and she's figured out how to. Keep it as eighteen percent ABV for oh, those of fuck. you out there. That's fucking strong. It's that's a strong yes. drink. That's insane. It's really strong ice cream. That is 
So did, did she brings it? back all the pints today, and we have she has naughty ice cream, which has booze in it, yeah. and nice ice cream, which doesn't. But it's great ice cream, and she's done a fantastic yeah. job making the ice cream. And Jeff buried the lead. I think that's what they call it this morning when he was telling me about this meeting they had with the ice cream woman. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, and by the way, don't eat it. <laughs> don't Because <laughs> it Matt, will get you country fucked up and totally. ruin your whole life so because it's not really well marked that's insane so that would be the one they thing. should mark it. well she's i mean if it's got black stripe it's definitely different but if you were just coming up at work walking up and tasting a bunch of ice cream right yeah. i'm like you would totally have some of the boozy ice cream up. and you would get fucked up so that's i was a lot like of alcohol so if there was somebody else at our work who's one of us that didn't know that we should tell them and we i should mm-hmm. have a conversation with her outside of that and say listen you need to make sure <laughs> right a tasting a, a, a yeah. conversation worth having as as yeah. somebody working on that business knowing what we know I yeah think that's legit because you could totally have a taste wish, of that ice cream like what the fuck? Here, i wish i would have known i would have fucked with you so hard i would have walked into your office with an empty pint in my hand scraping <laughs> that's bottom, hilarious. Like, this blood orange flavor is the bomb <laughs> what's up dan <laughs> you want to go to a strip club <laughs> <laughs> is it it's eleven thirty. Let's go. It's on me. Treats on me. Why are you looking at me like that motherfucker? <laughs> Step outside, bitch. That's fine. Yeah. Um no, so I mean the I, I alcohol and everything, right? Yeah. You know and the, what pissed me off recently, so I've I've completely converted. I'm like Oh good. Because you were not into LaCroix no, for a while, not. right? We now a, I love LaCroix full dose. Okay. I mean that's my biz now. Um <laughs> And uh, <laughs> but there's now like a, a seltzer or a you know a sparkling water does not look like it. It's a alcoholic sparkling water. I'm like, why do you need to do that? Can't it's I like why do you need own? to put alcohol in everything? Yeah. Why do you have to? You know, it's like people. Come Mark, on. Yeah. I want to have a glass of vanilla extract and know that there's no alcohol in it. You know? Yeah. Like, <laughs> what the hell, man? <laughs> Putting it in all my shit. <laughs> Well, see, that's a different issue. I, I, I mean, I'll cook. I'll cook with yeah, legit rum vanilla extract. Really? I will cook with it. You'll cook it out, though, and when you taste it, it won't taste like that. The reality is, a lot of it doesn't cook out, but it's such a minuscule amount. Yeah. I'm not sitting there going worried about yeah. eating a cookie yeah. that I made with real rum vanilla extract. Yeah, yeah. I'm just not worried about it. Yeah. Just like, you know, I'm not worried about drinking an N.A. Yeah. I'm not worried about drinking five N.A.s, quite yeah, frankly. Yeah, yeah, right. Um, and uh, yeah, but that's that's me. Yeah, that's you. I'm trying to articulate why I don't do that, and I I can't. But you drink th- NAs, don't you? Uh, sometimes I haven't in a long oh, time. Oh, you really? Oh, okay, yeah. interesting. I don't. I it's neither. Just, uh, I just don't enjoy them a whole lot. They're not that great. I I wait. Holly and I, where were we? We went to dinner somewhere. Oh, when we were in Chicago, and uh, like in a nice restaurant, and mm-hmm. there was this the meal. I felt like, you know, because it's a yeah. N.A. And yeah. so I ordered an N.A. And that's the first one I had in forever. Yeah. And, uh, you know. Yeah. Some some aren't bad. And I, and that's yeah. where I would do it is in a nice restaurant where right. just yeah. my own self-consciousness would yeah. want to be like, you know. Can I have a Diet Coke with well, a red <laughs> straw? Which I do a lot. Well, what I do all the time is, I, can I get a half and half diet and regular cola? But part <laughs> is that what you order? <laughs> yeah. Why is that? Because it, it, they're both bad for you, and I think if I get half of each, then it's not. Gonna, it's only half of each is there, badness. Is there, that's awesome. They do What's it for the me every time. For that? Is there a name for that? Is it? Uh, can we call it a Chris Aguirre? No, that's it's uh, an Arnold Palmer. Like what would a, be a dirty Mexican? A dirty, dirty Mexican. <laughs> it would be like a uh, who's? 
I'm trying to think of. of <laughs> it's got to be real Coke, Coke with real Pepsi. sugar from yeah. It's for, a Jermaine for Jackson. Listening, worried about it. I'm Jermaine Mexican. Jackson. I love Jackson. Jermaine Jackson. That's funny because it's not as you know. Yeah, it's not the real thing. But no. it's half the real thing. <laughs> And then the alcoholic version is a Tito Jackson with with uh, Tito tequila, <laughs> right? Vodka in it. And if you put heroin in it, it's a Latoya. <laughs> um, what was I saying? Your drink. Oh then. yeah, no. But sometimes you want a savory yeah. drink. Yeah, yeah. Right. Which that's what. That's and sweet. I think the only reason anyone would be conditioned to want a savory drink is having had alcohol, right? Because there aren't. There aren't non-alcoholic savory drinks, are there? Like, like cool, uh, like chilled drinks. What would, what do people drink? Ginger beers, some of like still, that. Yeah, it's still sweet so. to me. It's still yeah. sweet. Everything's but there's uh, no. Um, I mean, it's all alcohol based, right? That's why you yeah. would want that. Which sometimes, from a flavor standpoint, yeah. that's why Lacroix is doing so well because it's not super sweet. Yeah, and I, I've come around. I love that shit. Good. You didn't like it for one. No, I didn't. I'm still. I'm. They figured it out. That brand. I like, thought it was for trifling fools. They jacked even think they up the price. Out, added oh, yeah. crazy things and cut it down to eight cans. I'm like, you bastards! You Philistines! You fucking assholes! It's uh, I'll pay it too. Yeah, it, yeah. it makes the rounds in my house. I, I'm not a fan. It's bullshit. You know, the one thing that I do, it there, it's a situational, cra- not right. a craving, but a, like a drink yeah. that makes sense in a certain context. Bloody Marys, but I'll tell you, a Virgin Bloody Mary. Yeah. Is, just the least rewarding. Really? It's like you want to feel like you've just ingested a salt lick and just be <laughs> with some Tabasco sauce. Yeah, shitty and logy for a few hours. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I used to drink a lot of Bloody Marys back in the day. Stop oh, the shakes. Yeah. Stop the yeah. shakes. Yeah. I could choke down a Bloody Mary. About to throw up. Have we talked about the shakes before? Oh, like towards the, the end, I used to like wake up in the morning and I would. Sh- was that what yeah. every we all do? Yeah. You shake your way as you're sitting, like yeah. your b- whole butt, right? I thought it was, I, had palsy. Yeah, and I had no idea. I'm like, well, I don't know what this is. This is weird. And you just never put it together. Is. It's like, this is weird. Whole world's shaking. Yeah. Good thing yeah. I'm sitting still. <laughs> like, I think I, yeah. You think you have something. Yeah. It's like, I have some kind but, of disease. Yeah. Mine would start later in the day. Yeah. Because, really? you know, I drink until late at night. And then uh, usually like late afternoon or on my train ride home from work. Huh. Because you were still had alcohol in your system all the time. Shit, yeah. Wow. I had a guy on the Metrolink here who was collecting tickets. Yeah. He's like, ticket please. And I was shaking so badly. <laughs> so I handed it to him. He's like, don't worry, Mo, I ain't going to hurt you. <laughs> I'm like, I, I must have just, uh, you know, covered in flop sweat. Because huh. when I got home, you know, before the coat came off or that yeah. I got put down, I was taking a couple pulls off a bottle. So uh, that's brutal. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, any beverage that made morning drinking okay, though? Yeah. Like Bloody Marys and yeah. mimosas. Come on. Really? Yeah. yeah. Beer in a cup. <laughs> did, you ever, did you ever have a bloody beer? I didn't like that. It's like yeah. a Midwestern thing. Yeah, a total Midwestern thing. It's kind of good, though. Kansas thing, I think. It is a Kansas thing. I, that's where I learned how to do it. A red beer. Western can red beer. I don't know why. Fucking. I don't know. Seemed like you're mixing something with beer, which already wasn't really strong enough yeah. for a Micheladas made Bloody Mary with Jägermeister. It was mm. the most nasty thing ever. That's not. I can't see why. No. Yeah, it was gross. It was like, <laughs> and he, but I forget what he called it anyway. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Yeah. I don't know. I can't think of my my topic. That's all I got. You know what you were talking yeah. about, Jeff? Is yeah. are there people in your life yeah. that you look at and say that person has a problem? And you you oh, were yeah. saying yeah. that you play that 
game with yourself a little bit where you that's have to be like, you know what? Yeah. They was might that be it? one of us. Yeah. They might have an alcohol, you know, they mm-hmm. might have alcoholic tendencies or they might be an addict. Yeah. And, uh, Do you, and you don't play that game. I play that game a lot like, ah, oh, they might be one of us. But what I was saying is there's in, there's only been a few people. I'm really not sure the vast majority of the people that I think that like they are. Yeah. Or they end up in recovery or they mm-hmm. end up, you know, ultimately it's proven true, but they end up dying, you know? Mm-hmm. So your guesses you feel like are yeah. pretty I think when you're ready accurate. to guess at that point. But it, it is, there are people that are on the spectrum that you're like, oh, they really enjoy drinking. And I've known people that n- needed to quit but weren't one of us. Yeah. Needed to quit but mm-hmm. didn't, couldn't relate to being in meetings. And that's mm-hmm. a rare breed, right? Like most people who come to AA and hear the stories can totally relate. But I've known people that can't relate but still shouldn't drink, yeah. right? They just yeah. aren't quite there. I don't know what that is. I think there's a part of me that I don't want to acknowledge that secretly might feel like everybody would be better off if they didn't drink. That's funny. <laughs> you know, well. like, so it's hard for me to be like, yeah, alcohol is a, it's a small problem. It's an inconvenience in their life, but you know, it's, it's worth, it's worth it. Yeah. But do you, you, you're going out, do you go out with clients? Like when you were uh, on your trip to Vail recently, were you yeah. out with lots of people drinking and just hospitality situations? Uh, you like, no, no, but I have had a few scenarios in which, uh, I've been out with clients and they're, they want to booze yeah. and, and, and that's, you know, in large part how they bond sometimes. Yeah. Mm. And, uh, I actually said to one client, um, yeah, kind of in a joking way, I said, you know, I don't really like stay out late and obviously I don't drink. So you're going to have to like me for my job. That's <laughs> awesome. Uh, uh, you're going to have to respect me for my mind. That's um, funny. Uh, mm. I don't know. Yeah. It's funny. I mean, part of me, I don't want to harsh anybody's mellow. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's like, <laughs> if that's what you're doing yeah, and you're good to go and yeah. you know, Whatever, even if you are one of us, even if you are not, but you're managing it. I don't think I am the guy that's going to be like, you need help. I'm going to intervene on your ass. Certainly not anymore. I don't feel like I'm that guy. I feel like I'm going to get back to leading by example, which I did for a while. And then I had a couple of times when I just like freaked out. I'm like, I got to do something. It's my job to fix this. Yeah. Um, But But you don't feel that way anymore. I, I don't feel that way. I feel like. The lead by example, traction not promotion. Be very, be, well, yeah. don't, don't put oh, XA, XA on my wrapping this. In. Don't wrap sorry, my my man. jam in XA, which is fine. I love XA. Yeah. You know me. Yeah, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's a it's more of a, a like. Yeah, love is a, right. Like it. It's I mean respect, respect. But until until my you know tell my truth, tell my story. But we were in uh, Chicago, and we go to uh, Ohio Street Beach, which is like now like our our favorite beach on our little new tradition going up there. And we were up there this past weekend, and and we're sitting there. They they rent like nice chaise lounge things and umbrellas, and we're sitting there, and it starts filling up. And next to us, I look over, I'm like, these people were here last year. And... uh, we back um and it's these guys and it's like and for a long time just sitting there and they're like real chicago guys big beefy guys mm-hmm. um in Gr- my head grabowski's like, is what, what? <laughs> yeah. the, the chicago in chicago uh 
patois vernacular yeah. it's the grabowski they were like grabowskis for yeah. sure and uh and like they're you know some kids and wives and and i recognize them just because they're just like they're not tall and they're not like just like overweight they're yeah. just beefy dudes yeah. you know and they're not like mus- that's not even yeah. like the like you know there's big guys yeah yeah and uh and uh and that's and i just totally recognize them. these are the guys who were sitting right next to us last year wow and they're not they weren't loud or crazy or anything yeah. they're sitting there and finally like finally like just after enough of that you know i'm like were you guys here last year and like we started talking mm-hmm. and of course you know, that sort of situation is, I'm pretty sure somebody's going to offer me a beer, and sure yeah. enough, he did. Yeah. And so then he gets into a thing, and I said, oh, well, you know, I said, that, I said that those, I think, uh, I said, thanks, I had I had one 18 years ago or something like yeah. that. Ooh. And, uh, but not, no, I, I said, no, that's what I said. It, but when you went, ooh, it made it sound like I was a dick. Now I'm nervous. No, 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 no not okay. at all a dick. No, but then he's like, what? And I'm like, I'm like, I, I, I whatever I stopped 18 years ago if I had enough and I had my share whatever yeah and uh but then they started getting oh whoa, whoa, sorry oh sorry man and I'm like no 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 yeah. like and then we got into a whole thing about um how it's totally cool for you guys it's to totally enjoy cool yourselves for you and to warm up and, yeah, yeah. yeah but I did the point of that being that I really felt like I harshed yeah these big bros yeah. mellow <laughs> and uh like because you know they, they were nice we ended up talking yeah. finding out what they did and that we were here a lot next year maybe we see them next year and all that kind of stuff yeah and uh but i really did i felt <laughs> guilty i'm like no it's okay, it's okay. yeah because one of them was definitely interested and he was just gonna get his thing on and then he sort of like passed out in his chair <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> but what's interesting to me was i thought about that for a while i'm just like laying in the sun in my chair it's like yeah. but there's a sense of guilt in yeah doing that simply by not drinking yeah do you I ever get totally that yeah. that was a long way to get totally to get that too i'm with you though i've okay. had that conversation yeah that's a conversation yeah. before where i'm like oh shit yeah. yeah why did i why didn't i just say i'm on medication or something but see, no, no, I, I don't want to do that though yeah, yeah i, I want to be that. I yeah be yeah, straight, I would say like I haven't know? had a drink in 22 years or whatever my right. which is right. it's been so long like i don't care but then it's the right. exact same reaction everyone's yeah, they feel like they have to tip, which I, I guess are being polite. Yeah, they just it, are trying to be polite. But you don't want them to stop doing yeah. anything that they're doing. No, and I, I get, I go overboard with that. Yeah, you know, I'm, I'm like everybody, you know, I'm a pusher. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like, I'm why a pusher. Why you drinking? Yeah, like let me shove this down your throat. Keep fucking partying. <laughs> <laughs> but I know exactly what you're saying. But uh, well, no, and then the way the, I think when I finally made it okay was like, no, yeah. no, 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 I'm married to a normie. It's like I'll eat whatever. Yeah, you know, yeah, you know, feels <laughs> good. <laughs> It's, 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 I can completely relate. I'm sure a lot of people do, but at the same time, part of my life in sobriety is accountability and everybody in my life knowing. Right. Oh yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah. And I can't do the like, no, just uh, doctor's orders. Right. (laughs) Yeah. No, I, I, there's like, yeah, I could not do that. Um, it's the trick is figuring out how to say it. That's why when I said uh, I had one 18 years ago, when you went, Ooh, I was, <laughs> I was <laughs> like, I was like, did I just, was that bad? It's, it's like, just a big number to a guy like, you know, Oh, oh I thought you were saying like, Oh, sick burn, bro. Oh, that was hot, wet burn <laughs> right on the beach. <laughs> Bam. <laughs> um, I usually just say, yeah, I don't, I don't drink. Mm. And then I'll make some self, you mm. know, yeah. deprecating comment like mm-hmm. i'm super lame i 
<laughs> Mostly stay home and <laughs> read books and hate things. Those are my hobbies. So I like so turtles. I, <laughs> you know those adult coloring books? That's funny. I just open the beer and like drink it like this. Just <laughs> <laughs> doing podcast mime. Uh, like when you, <laughs> he's dumping a beer, a fake beer over his shoulder. Yeah. Like, oh, that was good. Thanks. I carry go, around go, a bag go, of empties. Go, go, go. It's like, yeah. no, man, I'm wasted. I'm, I'm so wasted right now. <laughs> it's very so, rare that somebody asks the next question, though, when I say, yeah, I don't, I don't drink. I'm, you know, mm-hmm. I can only think of one instance where someone said, Sky at a party was like, yeah, why not? <laughs> mm-hmm. And yeah. I said, you know, well, I, yeah. I have a problem with mm-hmm. it. Uh, you got a problem with it? <laughs> he's like, what kind of problem? What kind of problem you got? I'm like, oh, here we go. Interesting. Yeah. You had to break it down for him. I said, I I murder people I don't know. <laughs> um, Every time I drink, somebody ends up dead. <laughs> uh, That's awesome. All right. Well, well uh, oh, you know what else I want to do? All right. Sorry. Yeah. We haven't done this. But did you have folks, a good so. time in Chicago? I had a great time. Yeah. Uh, good. Yeah. I'm feeling good. Good. And in interest of full disclosure, I've been thinking about this lately too in terms of meds because yeah. I'm sort of a proponent of being out and open about meds. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm now a person with four meds. Shut up. Damn. Um, what are, the, what are awesome. they? And the reason, uh, escitalopram, which is like Lexapro. Okay. Buspirone, which is, so uh, Lexapro is an antidepressant. Buspirone is yep. an anti-anxiety. <laughs> right. Uh, Abilify which is mood stabilizer, which yeah. helps the, the Lexapro, which helps Lexapro better, really right? kick in. And I'll tell you what I've been, here's the thing. And here's <laughs> so why I want to bring this up. You just started this one? That Abilify last week. Kay. And, uh, and here's why Abilify. I do want to bring this up and I'll get to the fourth in a minute. Okay. You know, I, I think at least Matt maybe can relate to this and probably many of you listening. Um, you know, I've been a depressed person probably forever right since i was i was born what yeah. the, the makings were there yeah and yeah it, and they're there um you know there are some environmental things in my life as there are in many people's lives but it's the the sort of the neurochemistry that that um you know makes it all happen ultimately and uh you know i do all the things you're supposed to do i work out i eat right i the same sleep I've ever, you know, sleep isn't, I don't think is my, my thing. And, uh, you know, I try to have a positive outlook for, I am a cynic, but you know, um, no pill for that. I do work on it. And so, you know, um, and I go to therapy and, you know, despite all that, you know, there's definitely a place for, you know, meds for me Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and clearly now, you know, going on, coming on to a fourth, but, um, I'll tell you what, I went into a, pretty deep depression a few weeks ago despite being on anti-meds despite working out um it actually manifested itself in a physical way where i just could not make and my body was such sore which is Mm -hmm. weird it never happened before um and i couldn't make myself work out but and so you know i have this great team of therapists that works with um the psychiatrist i see and she's like well let's try this abilify it's it can work wonders when the people it works for and she prescribed it and i'll tell you what um it uh, it worked. <laughs> it's satisfying. It's customer. crazy. Um, 
it's a terrible term, I know, and I, and I don't use that. I wouldn't describe other people as crazy or weird or whatever, yeah. but um, I will describe myself that way. And uh, it uh, over the past week, and I've had this before with Holly, when I've experienced, I think, sort of a normal level of contentment mm-hmm. and happiness. Mm-hmm. It's kind of foreign to me, and mm-hmm. this just just full disclosure mm-hmm. and uh so i feel like i talk faster i talk louder um and they're more enthused it's mm-hmm. more you know and and so to me it feels manic yeah yeah and so i i perceive it as manic and it makes me uncomfortable yeah so i get i feel self-conscious being happy which is a weird thing yeah. so i have to ask holly i'm like do i see like when it started happening i'm like do I seem manic? Do I seem crazed right now? She yeah. goes, no, you seem pretty happy. Yeah. And uh, it's just a phenomenon. And I bring it up just because I think, um, you know, I was talking to my psych. I, <laughs> I actually saw my therapist and psychiatrist today. And my psychiatrist had said that, you know, there are a lot of, uh, you know, psychiatrists that will jump to mm-hmm. uh, diagnosing someone as bipolar because yes. they come in and say, I feel manic. Mm-hmm. But what they are feeling is me. That's what, that's what I, you know, I feel, I was feeling manic for yeah. a few days last week. When according to the woman who knows me best, my yeah. wife spends every day with me. She's yeah. like, no, you, you're, you're happy. That's, yeah. you know? that's called happiness. And, uh, that tingling <clears throat> sensation. Yeah. That's happiness. Wow. And, uh, so so uh, you, did you notice this like, it didn't, did it feel scared? Did, did you feel happy? Like, was the manic no, episode? It, it felt like, what's going on? Yeah. Yeah. It, you know, just because you were, but you were smiling and engaged and smiling, engaged, not like, like lightness see. in your being? Yes. Yes. Your wife, uh, yes. I was experienced, told I me. experienced it physically too. It, things, yeah. um, you know, when, when you're depressed, anyone that's depressed yeah, knows yeah. this, it dampens everything, right? Yeah. And so I wasn't experiencing, you know, I was noticing this in terms of even what I do with uh, the recovery revolution in the podcast is the first year I'd had this tremendous amount of empathy, like mm-hmm. when I heard stories and when I felt, I mean, there were short stories that, you know, would make me a little overclamped and, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. and then I lost that. I, 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 I just, I lost those, those sensations. Um, and it was processing them on a different level. And I sort of, I missed that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and sort of that's back, and I can feel things in my. I guess physically. Yeah. 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 And uh, as well as mentally, and it's just uh, it's just interesting, and I think it's. Um, you know, if it wasn't me, I would think it's worth talking about whoever it is, because so many of these things are still. You know, we were talking about feeling stigmatized, telling somebody that you're you don't drink. Not that even that you're an alcoholic, but mm-hmm. that you don't drink. That mm-hmm. it that it causes discomfort in others. And I think, particularly for guys, still talking about stuff like this causes discomfort. Totally. You know, in somebody yeah, yeah, somewhere, yeah. and if the person talking about it, and I'm not. And yeah. you know, one of the things we do he- here a lot is I think. We're people that can talk for the people that can't, right? Yeah. Or or feel uncomfortable. How did you know? To, so if you're on these four medications. What's the fourth? Did, I'm dying to know. Oh, well, yeah. well, I'm well, not Viagra, actually. I'm not actually. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> um, I wish I had a soundboard. Um, 
How do you know? Do I know it works? Because I'm on it right now. <laughs> um, no, uh, I'm actually not on it, but it's there for you. It's a, it's a beta blocker, which oh, I had okay. no fucking idea. And I think my psychiatrist is trying to get my anxiety and depression under control. Yeah. And I'm talking today about social anxiety. And uh, so anyway, I just want to say, I'm obviously not recommending any of this for anybody, but do explore it with a good psychiatrist and therapist because despite my um, <laughs> discomfort of experiencing ha- you know, yeah, happiness yeah. again after quite a while, um, it's well worth it. Yeah. You know, don't write meds off as this some... Is, uh, but they just keep going back and saying, it's, this isn't working. Yeah, she's very this. good. She's yeah. very... Uh, the psychiatrist I'm seeing here is very good. And so is my therapist. Yeah. And... Uh, just at 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 new the nuance like yeah. these adjustments and okay you know the, now we'll add this yeah and we'll add this much and then we'll adjust that and uh, she's good it's, mean, this is she's so she's not cavalierly saying okay here here's yeah. a prescription for this here's a prescription for that she genuinely is 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 mixing you know she's yeah. she's so was it this Abilify thing that brought you to Took Abilify, it to the next level. Took it to the next level. Okay. That's interesting. Abilify made it all work together. Together, right. And she um, told you this ultimately. is how it's going to go down. <clears throat> she hoped. it was. She said, well, let's try. Yeah. She, she never says, oh, this will do it. She's yeah, like, yeah. let's try this. Yeah. Let's yeah. try this dose. Yeah. Um, well, that's cool. Uh, that is cool. That is cool. And, I, and <laughs> so I, I'm going to my, my psychiatrist tomorrow morning yeah. at 8 a.m. Yeah. And... So number one topic is meds. meds. What yeah. do we, because I, two and a half years ago when I first yeah. got sober, yeah. I stopped everything. Wow. And I had been medicated since I was like seven. Yeah. In some way, shape or form. Yeah. And, uh, I, you know, I told myself, no, I want to feel mm-hmm. everything. Yeah. I don't want any distortion. Mm-hmm. I want to feel the down. I yeah. want to feel the up. And, you know, I don't, I've had some depressive episodes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I generally wake up every morning like shot out of bed. I'm mm-hmm. in a great fucking mood mm-hmm. in the morning. I must annoy the shit out of <laughs> Micah. I'm like That's singing. Awesome. I do. I sing. I, <laughs> um, I did a puppet show. I'm, I have an issue. But um, but I fear I may be a little manic. Um, and I don't know. Mm. I don't know. I just, That's I, interesting. I think it's time to let the professional tell me right. what he really recommends. Right. Because you know, I, I came to this realization. It's, it's almost like you know, I'm not Amish. <laughs> I don't know. We only have. I realized I wasn't Amish. Damn, that's, we, that's we only deep, have dude. one shot at this, and yeah. I'm not proving anything to myself or anybody else right. by abstaining. And yeah. I have you been feeling my, up or down or out of sorts? Uh, yeah, yeah, a little bit. Um, you know, I mean, I uh, my life is really good. Yeah, and I don't have a lot to get anxious about, but yeah. I still do. Yeah. Um, I uh. Yeah, and I I find myself getting especially you know sometimes I just I withdraw and uh, I anger is becoming a little bit more of my my go to yeah, um, interesting but yeah I just I just want to explore it I'm mm. very open to it I've I haven't had success with it in the past mm. but I also never. Did it as directed? Yeah, right. Yeah, I, Matt, you're not I supposed have, to crush these and snort them. I'm like, oh, <laughs> do not consume with alcoholic beverages. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> that's all I got um, to wash it down with. Well, I always assumed that meant it would work. Right. Uh, yeah, but, 
Um, yeah. That's the reason they're telling you that. Um, well, that's good, Chris. Yeah, no, it's great. Yeah, I'm I'm happy. Your 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 wife happy, said you're she's happy. like Chris. It's a relief. I mean, awesome. It's it's a yeah. It's yeah. So anyway, I, right. I I you know, consult your doctor, and uh, there you go. You know, oh, and the fourth was a beta blocker, which I do nothing about. Which um, yeah, what sort does that of do? As needed for social anxiety. Okay. And what I really respect about my psychiatrist, she goes, social anxiety, like introversion, I see as a. Um, a state of being a fundamental part of who someone is mm-hmm. and because people come in they want to change it and they go to therapy and they do this and their therapist says join toastmasters and they right. work at it and she goes but you know that that lets you sort of m- move through these things mm-hmm. for some people and you know the reality is my social anxiety wouldn't <laughs> it, it's not i don't mind it mm-hmm. it's when you know you introduce life and other people that it becomes an issue but right. to me i don't i don't mind necessarily being socially anxious and it's not something i necessarily feel like i want to fix right as a whole but i guess the beta blocker the way she pitched it was pitched it the way she explained it was uh <laughs> you know it it um basically it's it's uh it's heart medicine and it slows your it, it slows your uh heart rate down your heart rate interesting so that if you're getting that agitated yeah. Heart rate. And it's just, you know, she's like, it's not addictive. It's not yeah. dangerous. And um, it's sort of a. So it a, takes away the physical reaction of right. feeling anxious, which right. always makes you feel more anxious. And it, it takes your, it doesn't, so you don't yeah. start hyperventilating. Your heartbeat yeah. doesn't start racing. Yeah. Keeps you from starting to sweat. And all those things start building on each other. Yeah. And um, it's interesting. Yeah, so. So you just take it before you go to a place like, where you might right. be socially anxious. Right. So. I have to figure out some way. She said, let's try it first. So I have to figure out something that's going to make you me gotta go. anxious. Yeah. And you can take it. Try it. Interesting. Um, like right. That's more safe than others. So that's the fourth. Um, and, you know, this isn't an endorsement. This is me telling you what I'm up What's to. going on. And, uh, All right. you know, because as w- the, the longer we do this, the more I realize, um, you know, it's a addiction, alcoholism, and mental health, right? Yeah. I mean, because yeah. they all go hand in hand. Yeah. Um, and what do you think? You guys, uh, do you have anything else, or do you want to, do you want to take time and listen to a couple of calls people left us? Sure. And talk yeah. To them? Let's do All it. All right. Let's do it. First on the voicemail line, we have James from. Well, I'm not going to. He'll tell us on the call. Let's listen and see what James has to say for us. To us. Hey guys, this is James. Uh, I'm calling down here in Texas, and I uh, recently found y'all's podcast. And uh, really enjoying it. I really appreciate what y'all are doing, uh, creating the conversations out out there for recovery in all different kinds of aspects and being a good part of this online community that I've recently found. Anyway, keep up the good work and uh, enjoying the guest and the conversation. Uh, see you out there. See you out there. Awesome. Hey, thank you. Hey, guys. Uh, oh, sorry. Hold on. Uh, well, yeah. So that's just sort of a yeah. It's a nice call. Yeah, a nice call. Nice call. Well, yeah, uh, feels good. And you know, I sent. Uh, we got a couple of nice emails. I sent uh, you guys, right? The yes. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, maybe we'll figure out how to. Well, those actually I tend to uh, publish on the site, uh, the Recovery Revolution dot online for the mm-hmm. listeners that are new, um, in the uh, in the bag section. Yes. So uh, then we also got a call from Eric. Let's see what Eric had to say. This one's a bit longer. Actually, it's a lot longer. 
Let's see what Eric is. Hey, guys. Um, name is Eric. I'm actually from the Lube. I live elsewhere now. Oh, Question Lube. about, uh, I guess, anonymity and those kinds of things. Uh, you guys have touched on this a little bit, and I think you differ in your opinions. Kind of eager what your thoughts are. Um, I'm, I'm somebody who, you know, has a kind of moderate but persistent and serious, I think, problem with alcohol. Um, don't drink a whole lot, but drink all the, you know, every day and, and, uh, don't want to. Uh, but, um, I look at my options. I live in a somewhat small town and, um, I'm kind of a public figure, not famous by any means, but still, uh, worry that if I go to an AA meeting, I'll be noticed in a way that could affect my status in the community. Um, and my employer has a, um, you know, a confidential, um, mechanism through which I could get um, more personalized help. But even there, I worry about ramifications for my uh, status. I'm not a vain person. I'm just you know, being honest. I, I, I worry that um, because of the sort of stigma that is associated with being an alcoholic or an addict, um, that it, it could affect the way people view me. And, and that, that, that view is kind of critical to my career. So just kind of curious as to what you would recommend under those circumstances. I'm eager to go to a meeting, for example, but I worry that I walk in and somebody recognizes me and, you know, um, even though I, I actually wouldn't mind that, I, I would worry about that getting out. Um, you know, with respect to the employer, I guess I worry a little bit about my phone number being recorded, even if I don't tell my name and it's a small community. And so I show up at the doctor or therapist and, somebody I know. So I'd be eager to hear your recommendations under that set of scenarios. Thank you. Wow. Wow, that's uh that's crazy. That is, and that's I all my fellow citizens Oops, sorry, hold on, hold on, sorry. of this great um kudos to Eric for Yeah, calling. Like, yeah, thanks for calling Eric. And I'm, I apologize if um you know we're late getting this on the the uh, pod. Do you guys wanna Addressing it? I'm trying to figure out what Eric does. He's obviously a real estate agent. Well, come on. No, I don't know. I'm just guessing. No, but, but don't. But you're trying to figure out, like, okay, he's in this place where it could affect his business if uh-huh. it came out that he were had a problem, had a problem with a problem without problem without right. And so yeah. he, he, it's obviously not a problem, but he, and it's funny how he described his problem as moderate but serious and everyday, but right. he's private. He doesn't want to do it, right? but he doesn't want to do it. So that's like that's it. So it doesn't really matter. What's in the phone? So in many ways, you'd answer and say, well, probably most people know you have a drinking problem. But I don't know if this is the case this time, right? So when you quit, everyone's going to be like, thank God, because you're not really hiding it from us. But I don't know if that's the case. Mm -hmm. So it's obviously he's got this secret drinking thing, right, that he wants to stop doing. Yep. And so then you're you're like, this is hard to relate to because it's in a small town, right? So you're going to go and know someone and word's going to get out that, this guy has a drinking problem. Is it going to affect your business or because you're in a, you're a position where that you, people might not trust you. Here's an interesting part of that, that, that I find when you're on the active side of it, what, what, what is missed is that people are more apt to have an issue with it when you actively have the drinking problem, (laughs) not when you are addressing and trying working at not, being active in the yeah. drinking problem, yeah. and so, absolutely. I mean, you know, Eric, I think mentioned respect quite a bit and yeah. status. Yeah. Um, you know, being on this side of it, 
I think it'll only uh, elevate the respect people have for you and right. your status in not even necessarily, a, 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 as you said, a vain sort of status, but a, a status as an individual mm-hmm. um, with you know traits that people respect. Yeah, you take to, it back to the respect. But today, I think that's totally true. I think that at one time it was viewed as a weakness, right? And now I think that coping with it and trying to better yourself is is seen as a yeah. strength. You yeah. Know? Um, but is that is that true universally? I read something that I it was. I, I don't think as it relates to the presidential convention and and it was just some writer slamming the Republican party and it was basically, and it was probably about some addiction law or some Mm. something. And it was like, people still think it's a weakness. It's a failing on that side of it that they don't, we don't need. And, but I wonder if, so you're in a small town and the perception is that it is some kind of moral failing or you are, Mm. you know, that's what is he's scared of on the flip side. There's so many, reasons in your mind that you're holding up why you don't have to stop and is he using this as a reason not to stop because i think what you said is absolutely the case and it sounds i mean regardless of what you do you don't have to have a job of you know some sort of relative you know prestige or status or or anything for it to allow you to be more effective at what you're doing because right now clearly um, you know, you're, I think you're spending a significant amount of time. Well, that would be my guess. You know, I'm I'm, I'm uh, inferring, mm-hmm. drinking, hiding, drinking. Yes. Figuring out how to drink. Right? right. All the things that we know you do. Yeah. Not you. One does. Yes. Inactive. Um, the alcoholism. amount of energy you're spending. Right. Yeah. Thinking about it. Yeah. And worrying about it. If you apply that to first working towards sobriety and recovery. Um, then those things start paying the dividends in every other aspect of your life, right? Yeah. So, I mean, it's. I think it's clear to everybody on this end that um, you're ready yeah. <laughs> to yeah. address it, and however, whatever that may be. Yeah. I mean, if you've listened to enough of these, you might know that we sort of all came at it three different ways. Um, and, I, and I would say, for the most part, to go into an AA meeting, right, yeah. or I, a, most people will respect your anonymity. Right. Absolutely. That's, and I just, that's think, just the thing. Yeah. They're, and I think if you go in even a small town too. and you know everyone there, they're, they're going to, for the most part, you know, they're going to. That's a good point. People don't come out of AA meetings and go, oh, I saw Eric there. Yeah. Yeah. yeah because the point is, it's, they just, want, it's a safe space, right? It's yeah. a total safe I saw you yeah. there. You right. Know? Exactly. I mean, it, that's the right. real. Yeah. It's, I, yeah. So I think the, I could see the fear of being there, but I think if you go to an AA meeting and see people you know there, they will keep that fact that they saw you there a secret because that's the point. And, and I yeah. would wager yeah. that Eric will be surprised at who he sees. Yeah. Right. That's a in good a point. Small town AA meeting. Right. Yeah. My first AA meeting in this town, yeah. there was a former baseball player. There was mm. a, I mean, there were, I was yeah. like, you've got to be kidding me. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was going to mm-hmm. be, you know? Yeah. Well, I ran into a lot of people I knew. Up. Yeah. From just the marketing world in my AA meeting. Mm. Like, Oh, Hey, what's up? People I know from yeah. the marketing world that I had Funny no idea. You here. Yeah. <laughs> And if, you know, uh, you know, the way my knowledge of small towns works Mm -hmm. where I, you know, I grew up in a small town is, uh, with small towns, there's always another small town a few miles away. (laughs) You know, go, go there, you know, or go Go there to a meeting. Yeah. Go there to a meeting first or go a few, even, you know, another small town away and, and check it out. Um, and then you'll probably find everybody from your small town going there. (laughs) Go ahead. Go to a meeting online. 
Right. Exactly. Yeah. Go go um, go get real on, and, online because you can get just as much out of it if you're really you, worried. And not for nothing, yeah. not to blow our own horn because there are other podcasts you can listen to as well. But I mean, I know we have people that we are their program. Yeah. Um, so, you know, until you figure it out, you know, keep listening and, and call us back. Call us back. Let yeah, us know what, what's happening because. And, uh, you know, this time like you're ready, man. I'm not going to open the lines just because we've gone a while. We're all sort of catching up and rambling and um, not rambling, but. Uh, but yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll gladly open up the lines again sometime soon on one of these next episodes. And uh, yeah, we talk talk live. Um, but anyway, you know, thank you. Um, thank you, James, for your kind words about uh, the pod. And uh, Eric, thanks for reaching out. I apologize if it took us a while to get back to you, but hopefully you'll hear this episode. And uh, yeah, I think um, we're good. We're good. We out? Out. You want to go? All right, everybody. Oh, and thanks, as always, to djfm.com for our intro and our outro. Look them up at uh, djfm.com. And uh, thanks for shout-outs. Um, yeah, visit the recoveryrevolution.online. I've got a ton of new stuff coming out and also new slots for Another clean and sober intervention.